Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Hour number two of a numbers game here on a Tuesday. Matt Brown in for Gil. Kelly Bidlin here on the desk with me. Kelly, we talked a lot of Super Bowl stuff here. We conveniently didn't talk the waste management where a fifth straight triple digit winner has emerged on tour and it has been a, a and not the greatest uh, golf season so far yeah for, uh, not ideal yeah for not <laughs> ideal long shots coming at you later today uh it has not been a great start yeah i'm uh i actually was so jealous like you know peel back the curtain we did long shots last week i knew wes hit one I didn't know we hit that second one, and it is. Hey, we're we're at the point where it's it's time for us to get off the schneid. You know, like I need I need a, I need a winner, man. I need to put some put some positive uh, in that betting account. Well, it's like you know we load the card this week with the triple digit guy, and like the one of the three favorites is going to win. Like that's just the, yeah, that's, that's what it is. Yeah, it's going to it's, it's going to flip on us because that's what the golf gods have been going for us so far this year. It's been unfair. Five straight triple digit winners. The crowd getting way out of control over there. Zach Johnson having to scream at people. All of that. Uh, we're going to have to spend a minute on that next segment. Yeah. I don't want to make Kai wait any no. longer, but there's uh, I, like, that's such a fine line there. Like what did we never think this was ever going to be a problem? One of these years, let's encourage people to go get blackout drunk and then get mad at them when they do exactly. just, just yes. that. Like, exactly. That's the thing that we should definitely do. All right, let's talk to three man weaves. Kai McKee and some college basketball here. Kai, thanks for the time, man. Hey guys, how's it going? Doing well, doing well. It is obviously the transition from football for most people out there. There are a lot of people who can really only handle betting one sport at a time. And, you know, that's kind of me because I'm so inside the the bubble when it comes to all the NFL stuff. And so people are moving out and branching out. Of course, March Madness coming to us here fairly soon. So great time to have you on to kind of reset people on what's been going on in the college basketball landscape and, and where they can kind of go as we head into March Madness. So my first question to you really is, is there a team that is, in your opinion, head and shoulders above the rest, or would it be kind of a couple of teams, a handful of teams, or do you think this is like last year, I remember talking to you where it was like, I don't really love any team that much more than any of the others. Yeah, I think it's probably the biggest group of title contenders that that I can remember at the top of the country. I think there's maybe seven, eight teams that I could see winning the title. And, that, and that's rare. Usually you get right three or four teams by this point, especially in mid February, where you feel fairly confident this season. I think it's pretty wide open and that's going to make for an awesome NCAA tournament. In, in my opinion, Arizona for me is still the best team in the country at their top gear. But again, lots of different teams I think can win it this season. Is there a team that as you have watched over the course of the season that you kind of just started to fall in love with? I don't know. Maybe that team is Arizona. Maybe you weren't high on them heading into the season, but is there any team that you were uh, lukewarm on? And then as you continue to watch more and see what they were doing on the court, you're like, you know what? I think this is a team maybe I overlooked a little bit. 
Yeah, I mean, North Carolina was a team I was down on coming into the year. I'll be honest. Um, I, I don't think Hubert Davis is a fantastic coach. I, I thought that'd be a huge problem for them, but the talent has really won out in North Carolina, and he has done a bad job this season, relatively speaking. But R.J. Davis is the reason why they've been so good this year. He's really evolved into an All-American point guard. He, he's really led the team. Baycott's been Baycott, and then they've really hit on transfers. Harrison Ingram, uh, Cormac Ryan, they've been really, really good for this team, as well as their reclass transfer Elliott could do. So North Carolina is a team that I, I knew had talent. I doubted the coaching, but the talent has really shown out so far this year. Now, this doesn't necessarily have to be a team that is like completely disappointing, but is there a team that you had targeted as a team that you definitely liked that maybe has wet the bed a little bit along the way? There's a few of those teams. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Michigan, <laughs> if I'm being honest, Michigan was a team I, I expected to have a good season. I really liked they brought in with Kamwa, uh, Olivier Kamwa from Tennessee. Terrace Reed was a guy that I thought would take a huge leap as a sophomore. I like Doug McDaniel. A sophomore point guard who's not allowed to play in road games right now for whatever reason, not sure why, uh, but they've really tanked it. And it's been in the media quite a bit, but yeah, the coaching situation is strange with Martelli and Howard going back and forth. Uh, Michigan's a team that's really disappointed me this year. Kai, we see a bunch of these SEC teams that are kind of, and when we look at the, the betting odds, Tennessee 11 to one to win it all, Auburn at 18, Alabama at 22, Kentucky at 25. What do you think of the conference overall this year? And do you, do you think that any of those teams has the makeup that you're looking for as a team that could, that could take it all the way? Yeah, really good league. Obviously, I, I think Tennessee's probably the front runner. If you're going to make me choose one, uh, the difference between this year's Tennessee team and past years. And I've said this a few times on other places, but their offense is actually very good this season. It's one of Rick Barnes's best offenses ever. Um, certainly at Tennessee. And then the, a big reason why is Dalton connect their, their transfer from North, Northern Colorado has been fantastic. Can score 30 on any given night. Uh, he's an all American. They're playing faster. They're not their typical Tennessee team that plays in the half court. They're playing in transition. And I think that extra offensive boost will help them in the NCAA tournament. Whereas in the past, they could stagnate a bit. The defense is still there. So Tennessee, I think, of that group is my favorite to win the title. All right, Kai, there's people that are, like we said, coming in from the NFL. Again, talking to three men, Weaves, Kai McKeon here. If you're coming in from the NFL, they want to have a bigger ticket in their account. They, they say, you know what, Kai, you can tell me UConn's the best team or Purdue's the best team all you want or Houston. I don't want no 650 in my account. I don't want no 950 in my account. So what's a team that you think, you know, again, if you hit the right, if you, if you get the right run, if you kind of peak at the right time, is there some middling team out there that maybe someone could tuck into their account and, and feel pretty good about come tournament time? I mean, I still think FAU is a team to look at. I, they're probably 50 to one. I, I haven't checked in a while, but we've seen them do it before. They have essentially the same team as last year. I, I think they've taken the foot off the gas a little bit in conference play. They're still nine and two in the, in the American, but it seems like they've been a bit complacent being the favorite all of a sudden in that league. But a team I really like is Indiana State. Not so much to win the title, but I think they can make a run to the final four. Um, I, I put in a future the other day on them to make the final four. This team is awesome. They have the makeup of like a Loyola Chicago, like a FAU of old, um, just awesome guards, great coaching. And then Robbie Avila, he's going to be the national star uh, if they make a deep run in the tournament. I am going to put an Indiana because see, sometimes you ask questions for personal reasons. <laughs> that's not just for the audience out there, Kelly. And yeah. so like, you know, I asked was maybe asking that was like, you know, so that you do the whole like, you know, asking for a friend right. when so, a friend is actually. So you, you. wrote down Indiana State and <laughs> yeah. I wrote down FAU because I'm going back to my owls again this year. Kai, right. Kai, yeah. let's roll 70 to one. I'm let's seeing roll. them right now. Well, guess what? I'm going to put in both. Yeah. So guess what? So I'm going to put in both. So how, how you like that? I'm going to put in both in the account. All right. So let's talk about some action that you are on here tonight. Uh, you liking some Boston College. I like Boston College. Yeah, uh, man, Louisville's been competitive the last few games. I'll be honest, but they're down to eight scholarship players now. Uh, Sky Clark, I think he was announced that he might be out for the season. Um, definitely this game. And they just beat Florida State without him in the lineup. But I think it's going to catch up with them. The lack of depth. Their only consistent scoring avenue is the free throw line. Boston College does a really good job of defending without fouling. And I think on the other end of the floor, BC gets whatever they want against Louisville's defense. So I like BC. They're around minus nine right now, minus eight and a half in the market. 
And then let's head down to Ole Miss and Kentucky. Kentucky currently eight and a half point favorites there over Ole Miss, but I don't think that's the angle you're looking at. I like the over here. Uh, Kentucky, the best over team in the country this season, 18 and five to the over eight and two in the SEC play four straight overs. And, and really the books aren't inflating these lines. Uh, I think Kim Palm's line today is even higher than the market right now. And they just go, they have a perfect formula. They score easily. They're not a good defensive team and they run. And I think Ole Miss will, will play with tempo in this game. Their offensive tempo is not slow this season. They're playing fast. Um, it's a defensive end. They're kind of slowing teams down that deflates their possessions in their games. I don't think they can keep Kentucky out of transition. So I think this one ends up being high possession, especially at Kentucky. Um, and Ole Miss's offense is solid. They should put up points against Kentucky's defense. So I like the over here. I'm seeing, yeah, 161 and a half or I believe. Yeah, I, I, I like the over. All right, Kai, before we let you go, we know these people are kind of going to swoop in. They're going to parachute in. They're either going to bet the top of the odds board or they're going to bet, you know, one of the blue bloods when it all comes down to it to, to win the national title. What's the team they should fade of those? What is the team like, hey, man, I am not bought in on this team. I you, This is the one I would not actually put in the account. Oh, man, man, if this hits, I'm going to be uh, embarrassed <laughs> here. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I would stay away from teams that really lack uh, on the defensive end. Uh, Alabama. They're the number one team and uh, offensive team in the country this year in Kempom. They're 76 in defense. Those type of teams typically do not win in March. Miami has been an outlier the last couple of years, making, making runs to the final four. But gener- generally, you have to be good on both ends of the floor. If you're an outlier and one, one end or the other, it doesn't end well. I think Alabama's a team that doesn't get there this year. You can find him and all his work at Three Man Weave. He is Kai McKean. Kai, thanks for your time this morning, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, guys. Have a good one. I saw you writing down. I was writing down. We were scribbling down things over here. I'm like, yeah, that's a that's a that's a bet for old Matt over here. Yeah, writing two different teams down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, when you when you are just deep in DVOA and 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 EPA and all this stuff for like six and a half months and all these things, like it's refreshing to hear. You know what? Throwing something on Indiana, saying like, you know what, buddy, I will. I'm yeah. gonna do that. Been a lot of NBA for me mixed in there too. Yeah. So uh, you you know even just period regular season college basketball is not gonna get seen a lot. But if hey, if I have a seventy to one ticket rolling into the tournament, let's go. That's uh, that's what we're looking to do here over the next uh, uh, month. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty glad about that. So as we as we go to break, we were talking about a little bit about the waste management and, and just things getting out of control there. I saw the statistics, and it's like over the last three years, the amount of arrests and ejections and like eighty sixes where literally you can't come back ever again has tripled over the last three years. It is a thing where people just want to go down there and get hammered, Kelly. They don't care about the golf. They don't care about the golf. And I don't know if that's a horrible thing, but, you know, just is, that's the tournament. I would just tell I, – I, there's. It, it, I don't want to say we're overreacting. We're overreacting a little bit, though. And, we, like, random weather had to do with this, where, where there were stories about groups of dudes going straight from the bars to the gates to wait yeah. for them to open in the morning. Like, this is why these things happen. I'll put it this way. It's one tournament a year that this happens. If you don't want to, if you don't like it, don't go play it. Yes, it's just kind of one of those deals. Let's talk some NBA MVP when we come back. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two 
This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on v the sports betting network. A numbers game here on Beeson. Matt Brown in for Gil Alexander. Kelly Bidlin joining me here on the desk and just had a nice college basketball. It, it, you know, peeling back the curtain again, Kelly. We like to do that here a ton. This also happens is the you write down bets to make and then you just get to talking on the breaks and then you don't actually make the bet. Did you make the bet? Well, not yet. Okay, I'm not just, expect- okay. I, I have it written down. Yeah, see, so I don't I'm, know about you, but like I have on my daily to-do list, there's also like there very often happens to be a bets you to have make to, list. You, you actually have to put bets to make on your on your to-do list? No, no, like, no, it's a separate category, okay, on my on my little notes over here, okay? So, All like, right. as we're doing stuff in the show, I'll type Pick it up. Pick up dry cleaning, head to the grocery store. Make FAU bet. Make an FAU bet. <laughs> come exactly. home. Yeah, exactly. Check, I'm, I'm carrying over another. Check the bumble. See how the bumble's looking. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. See, see, Reactivate the bumble. See, <laughs> how many, see how many matches I got over while I was on air. I'm going to ask you about uh, something we were talking about off air. Where are the A's playing baseball this season? Yeah, I legit don't know the answer to that question. It's, it's uh in a stadium. <laughs> like the, doesn't the season start like in two oh, yeah, months? Like we haven't stayed this out yet? Somewhere. I think they have one more year left on the Coliseum. So, oh, okay. Okay. I think there's one more one more year left on the Coliseum. I thought, I thought they then, were bounced. I, I do have an I do have an article pulled up of potential playing locations, and the Coliseum is number one. Okay, yeah. I mean, I think that there's yes, yeah. they have the lease through this season. Okay, all right, yeah. And then from there, then it's all you know, then it's all up in the air because yeah, I don't, I don't, the stadium I will not be built here. Should that even actually come to fruition? Because again, that, I don't even think that's a done deal yet. Well, that, well, like that's not a done deal. Plus, like I, that's gonna take a while. I mean, like I know, like like I know construction in Las Vegas, especially when it is uh, when there's private funds behind it, move a lot quicker than construction in most parts of the world. But clearing out the entire trop and building a baseball stadium there is not necessarily yeah. gonna be a, a quick uh, thing to do. No, it's yeah. I mean, it won't be done until like twenty twenty. Eight probably at the earliest. Okay, yeah, that, that, so, would, that would seem like a realistic timeline. Yeah. So they'll just be be bopping around. You know who knows? The A's are coming to your city like the Savannah Bananas. Yeah, very, <laughs> yeah like, you know, it's just gonna be like, hey, come about check out the, yeah, hey, come check out the A's. We're playing in your single A ballpark. You know, or whatever. Oh, like, so bad. Yeah, they'll just be like, they'll, they'll be like the MLB's version of the Savannah Bananas, like for for two years, just going to going to town to town, swinging uh, through like the circus, and it's just like, yeah, it's just there it is. So the, they'd, they'd have to start playing like them to uh, keep up the attendance numbers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bring, bring, they sign like two of the best players from the Savannah right. Bananas. And that's that's what happened. The A's have made a very weird move. Yeah, start doing cartwheels as you go down yeah. to uh, the first base. Yeah, it's gonna, listen, it it would get people out to the that's game. That's right. It would, it would get people out to the game. That's all they're trying to do. All right. So NBA MVP again, sitting with one of the hosts, the hardwood handicappers here on this on this desk. And we get this coming out. Tim Bontomps has the uh, new straw poll out because Joel Embiid officially became ineligible to win the MVP mm-hmm. last night because of the new I get what they were doing with this Kelly. And I mean like I understand now we've gotten a we've gotten a worst case scenario with it. They just don't want dudes like resting all the time. Yeah. And so they put you know they that's I get it in theory, but now as it's played out you go, "Oh, but then what happens like when this 
goes and when this I, happens, like, like this is I, I understand and it was it was yeah. always bound to happen so we might as well get like the perfect case study in year one yeah. like it was gonna happen at some point where you're gonna question okay should we really just forget about this guy's season basically when it was as good as it was um I, I think Joe Dubars is the guy like he's the guy who's put it perfectly like the players ha- and teams have put themselves in this position. So we, like you, you want to start. Everybody wants to complain about load management and they're sitting out these games. Well, it has to start mattering for something. So they finally made it made it matter. If you're going to sit out games like you're not going to be eligible for sort of awards and in all NBA teams and stuff like that. And this is. Of course, in year one, we have this type of problem, and it's it's a shame. But that's as much as I can say about it, Matt. Because I agree, I agree, I agree with Dumars. Yeah. If we're gonna if we're gonna try to hold these guys more more accountable, this is what comes along with it. I'm with you. It's look, it's an un it's just, it's an unfortunate circumstance. But with it being an unfortunate circumstance, then. It's it's not going to happen every year. It might not happen again for another five years right. or another ten years that we even have to worry about this. It just unfortunately happened in year one where the front runner goes down with an actual injury. It's not a load management thing. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think you and I could have a pretty good discussion on if you do miss, no matter how well you play in the games that you do play in, if you miss X percent of your team's games, could you honestly truly be the MVP of the league? I think that's a I think that's a real thing that we could talk. Yeah, about. I think that's fair. I, I, it's yes, I think it's a real thing. I think it's also Gil brings it up all the time, but it's it's part of what made Michael Jordan so special, right? It's he played all the time. All these guys back in the day played all the time. There was never missing games just because you needed a night to rest or anything like that. So it was. I think when you know we're, we try to compare players to other players all the time. Well, you can't do that when Michael Jordan's playing every single game versus someone that's playing sixty games in a season. This is you know look, the load management stuff is it's like the it's the NBA's version of you know you can't hit the quarterback anymore. You know, and and like it's. Because you want the quarterbacks, you need the star players in. You want the star players in specifically in crunch time in the playoffs when all the big, you know, you're getting all the monster television numbers and all that. And it's like, it's kind of the same deal here. That's why the NBA is like, they're like, yeah, we'll we'll make it like where you can't win MVP, but we're not going to say you can't do it. And, and the, reason you, the reason is because, look, deep down, you need Jokic in the playoffs. Sure. You need S- you know, you need all these guys in the playoffs. You, and you need them in peak form in the playoffs. You don't want them to be run down and beat to hell. And so you're saying from a team perspective? Yeah. Like, no, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay, yes, I agree. And that's their that's where players and teams are gonna have to get past this a bit, right? Because is it better because if you're assuming Joel Embiid cares more about an NBA title, is which, it which you would think you would think he, he does, would. yes. Right then yes, it is best for him in the 76ers for him to sit out and probably until the playoffs, well, yeah. you know, into the playoffs for him to be completely healthy and rejoin this team and make them much more of a threat than him trying to go through the rest of it. You know, I mean, obviously he couldn't anymore, but we saw him playing hurt and playing through games hurt before he ended up, you know, having to go under the knife. And that just was not like that was not going to work into the playoffs. So we finally saw that come to an end. They're better off for it. Uh, like you said, we saw Bon Temps with straw pull. His second uh, straw pull come down today. Uh, hundred, hundred media members. Uh, some of them voters, not all of them are. Uh, asked about their MVP ballots, and it is sixty-nine first place votes. Nicole Jokic, twenty-four to SGA, two to my guy Giannis, three to Luca. Um, and I'll be one to Jalen Brunson, one to Anthony Edwards in there. Uh, a lot of second place votes to Shea, then a lot of third place votes to Giannis. This will be interesting. We're seeing the odds right now, minus 150 on Jokic, Shea plus two, 280, Giannis 7 to 1. I typed these up this morning. I'm actually surprised we haven't seen more of a shift in the Jokic direction. Um, this is, I, I hope this doesn't become a bit of a shame. Nicole Jokic is the best player in the NBA. There are. Shea is absolutely putting up a quality case against him right now. I really don't think Giannis is that far off either. I really hope that just because Embiid has been scratched off, these voters are just like, okay, well, then it's very easy to go back to Cole Jokic, slot him in there, call him the MVP. He's the best player in the NBA anyways. I, you, Nicole Jokic, I think, is going to have the opportunity to win plenty of MVP uh, MVPs along, along his career. 
I think what, Sh- what Shea's doing this year is r- should be right up there in the conversation. I can make a case for both him and Giannis at current betting numbers. I-, I think it's worth betting, and I've bet him around these numbers. Giannis had betted double digits uh, a couple times. Shea uh, better a little over three to one, Matt. I, I think they're right right up there, and I'm, I'm interested to see where the- how these numbers move because I was sl- thinking there was slight value. I'm thinking, still thinking there's value on those guys. The numbers we're seeing today, if, if Jokic – goes up to minus 200 or something like that, which I don't think it be, would be a surprise to see today after Bontemps' straw poll. Man, I, I think these other guys should be right there, but if the vo- some of the voters are flat out telling you that they don't have them right there, this race becomes tough. It becomes tough to handicap. It's, it is funny, though, because you look, and I'm taking nothing away from SGA at all, but you, you look, and it's like, Across the board, Luca has a better stat line, right? Sure. It, 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 so it's like, are what is it? We I know we were joking about this with the NFL. Like, what does it even mean to be, you know, you, you know, the comeback player of the year? And so with the MVP, you're sitting here going like, well, you know, shouldn't Luca then kind of actually be more in this mix? Than I think he is? team success has to matter. It has some of it has to matter, and I just I can't. I don't care what your stats are. I don't think I don't think a guy whose team is in eighth or whatever they are in the West. I, I mean, if we're going to talk about number of games qualified, number of wins have to qualify. It should be a qualifier too, and that's where I I'm all for you know as much as I'm maybe crushing the voters a little bit right yeah. now with too much Jokic love. I'm with them on Luca. Like that, that, he's amazing. He's one of the best players in the NBA. His teams, though, year after year, in regular season-wise, we're seeing right in the same range. I can't really consider a bet on him at that. Yeah, I know. It's just, it's interesting, though, because you do look, and it's like more points, oh, more incredible. rebounds, yeah. more assists. more. It's just there's a lot of really good players. Basically, it's what it comes there down really to. There really is. Let's give out four MVPs. Giannis can finish with more points and more assists than he ever has in a year in his career. Champions League with Paul Carr when we come back. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you are not yet a VSIN Pro subscriber, do we have a deal for you? You can come in, dip your toe in, see everything that we have to offer for just $9.99 American. You're going to get that daily best bets email. You get the betting splits. You get the betting guide that is coming out for March Madness, which, look, there's a billion. Is that a, can I go with a billion? That might be a little bit of an exaggeration, but there, there is at least one million division one basketball teams and so like you need the betting guide <laughs> to go in and find the value just like you and i just did kai mckeon putting us on fau and in indiana state you got to go in and get the betting guide for that it's just 9.99 vison.com slash subscribe i'm in i was gonna say did I'm you in. finish your bet you were I'm laughing in. at me but then you had to shop around you forget how long it takes to shop in Vegas. Yes. Okay? so what i can tell you this is if you do want to follow kai mckeon and you do want fau you found 70 to 1 at DraftKings. that is the best number you are going to find i think oh really because um who, who? 65 was the best we could find around here so okay so I'm in for 60. I'm in, I'm in for 65. Indiana State, on the other hand, oh, that's a juicy number. That's a ju- that's a juicy number, and you're going to have to put in a FOMO bet, even if it's just like pizza money, because you are not going. I'm going to be insufferable if Indiana State makes it to the Final Four, and I'm holding this 450 to one ticket that I just put in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to see your your Nissan Altima winnings. Uh, you don't want. Come on. <laughs> listen, you don't want. You do not want to be around me. Trust me. You don't want to be around me if I'm holding Indiana State and they're <laughs> sniffing this title. It is going to be ridiculous. So we'll see. If FAU and Indiana State, only two college basketball bets in my account so far on the season. So I don't have a single one. I'm looking forward to adding FAU. We'll see how that goes. All right. You can find his work over uh, True Media Sports. You can also see him doing some work for the Ringer here for Champions League as well. He is at Paul Carr over on the Twitter machine. At Paul Carr here on this show as well. Paul, how you doing, buddy? Well, I'm well, Matt. Survived Super Bowl. Ready for this is my favorite month or so of the year. Champions League gets going. Baseball's coming soon. College basketball tournaments coming up. The Masters. All the fun stuff over the next month or so. So let's uh, before we get into the uh, to, to the other football, let's talk about our football here. Since you just said you uh, took in the Super Bowl, what, what did you like heading into the Super Bowl, and how did it turn out for you? Uh, I had a whole bunch of stuff. The things that went well, I had Justin Watson, 50 receiving yards at plus 750. And I had touchdowns on both Jennings and Valdez Scantling. So those both oh. all played out very nicely. Plenty of stuff that didn't work, but those were the big ones that hit and 
made me up for the day. Absolutely. Good. Did you uh, did you like the Niners or the Chiefs heading in? Uh, I like the Chiefs and the under. So the Chiefs part got there. Obviously, the under may or may not have, depending on where you got it. So, <laughs> yes. And being here in Kansas, surrounded by lots and lots of happy Chiefs fans who generally also profited from it. Yes, it was a, it was quite the scene here in in Vegas after the game. I was doing the post game show over at Circa, and mm-hmm. it was a it was an it was a, it was an interesting it was an interesting mix. I think that they, you know what though for the most part everyone got along and everyone was kind of high fiving and whatever. They, the Niners fans a little dejected, but. There was no fights, no fist fights. No, that's I stuff. have a question for you. Yeah. Like, you're in Vegas. Could you tell the Super Bowl was going on? Because, you know, some, there's always stuff going on. Could you tell? Was it any different than a normal, you know, convention week or something? Yeah. I mean, it, well, certainly just maybe I'm just hyper aware, though. There, there's mm-hmm. that because, like, you just notice everyone is in a jersey of some sort, right? I mean, literally yeah. like, every, right. everyone walking through everywhere you go. It didn't matter what casino. Kelly and I went to dinner at two different casinos over the course of the week together. And it didn't matter where you were. There was just there were Niner jerseys everywhere. There was Chiefs jerseys everywhere. And so you you were yeah. you were hyper aware of at least that. Right. Yeah. That was, and I, right. I would say it was def- there was definitely more hype than any convention. But it's a fair question, Paul, because, yeah, there's other weekends yeah. when there's where there's a ton of people in town. I think this can, this one's going to sound a little cheesy, but I also think what stood out was you couldn't go anywhere in this town without running into four different celebrities. You know what I mean? That like you're seeing just famous people all over the place. It's a little, that felt a little silly at times last week where yeah, yeah, just, yeah. we couldn't walk in anywhere. And you're like, Hey, like we saw Emmett Smith just walking by yeah. like, and there goes Emmett Smith. Like there he is <laughs> by himself. Yeah, by himself. Like, oh, they're one of the greatest running backs of all time. Just strolling through the middle of the casino. No one, no one cares. Uh, all right. So let's get into the, the, the champions league talk here. Man City reigning champs in all of this, chasing Liverpool over in the Premier League. Can you let people know what we're getting into here? Because we're getting, we're we're, trans, we're we're transferring fans into other sports right now. There's a lot yeah. of people who bet only football and football only. So let's expose them to everything else. So wh- what are we even getting into right now? This is the business end of the Champions League tournament. There's a group stage which runs in the fall from September through December, and they cut it down to 16 teams, and now we're in the knockout stage. This is the best clubs from all the leagues in Europe. So, you know, the best leagues, England, Germany, Spain, et cetera, get uh, four teams in the tournament. If you're from, you know, Scotland, you get one or two. If you're from further down, you might get one or you have to play your way in. But ultimately, it's the best clubs from across Europe. So it's essentially the NCAA tournament for European soccer right now. And this is when the knockout stage begins and it runs all the way through the final, which will be toward the end of May. So we get futures odds on this on your screen. If you are watching at home, anybody you like in this one, somebody wants to put a little, a little fun money in their account. Uh, What are we looking at? I really like Inter Milan here. They're 16 to one here on the screen. I have them at 18 to one. You might be able to find even better price somewhere. I think they're the second best team in Europe right now. They're a runner up to Man City last year. And I think they're the second best team behind them right now. They're rolling through Serie A in Italy. And they just look like they've got all the makings of, you know, being able to make another run to the final. So I like that price. You get a decent price in part because they have a tough round of 16 matchup against Atletico Madrid starting next week. That's part of the reason that the price is pretty good. But I still like them. If you can get you know, 15, really 16 to one or higher, I'd say that's worth a, a flyer at least. So Paul, me, uh, Kelly and I've been doing shows together for a while. And one of our old shows, we used to do new year's resolutions. And one of mine was that I was not going to make any soccer bets at all. And I actually did that. And, 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 and since that date have never, have not made one single, and you know, Paul, he, he dangles a 16 to one in front of me now. And like here, I think I might have to come <laughs> out of my shell. Soccer mat bite me back. There you go. That's right. Now you got a team. Yeah. I mean, it's inner Milan. I know I can have a team to root for here 16 to 1 you you did it i am thanks paul you you, right. you 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 got me out of the shell and back in soccer bets it is firing on the break for this one so let's talk about the uh the bets that you have in your account here let's uh let's talk about man city yep so this week uh half of the round of 16 games the first legs are this week and the other half are next week so again this is first legs one of two uh but just bet on the single game of course uh, i like man city today they're playing copenhagen this is the the Kelly Bidlin corollary uh, bet on the yeah. team you've heard of against the team you haven't <laughs> of sorts. So it's a little bit of a, a brain dead pick in some ways, but I'll lay the goal and a half at minus minus one thirty. Look, Man City is way better than Copenhagen. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne and Erling Holland are their two best players and they're both healthy or getting healthy. Uh, so they've rolled a couple teams in the Premier League the last few weeks, teams that are better than Copenhagen, winning by multiple goals there. So I think they go on the road, get it done uh, in Denmark and win by at least two goals here. 
Yeah, so people new to to soccer betting just in general out there, you can bet a traditional money line. You can bet a goal line similar in hockey to a, to a puck line. And then your the next bet you have, you can actually bet totals as well. Over-under is very popular. So I'll go to, this one's tomorrow, PSG against Real Sociedad from Spain. I uh, like over two and a half goals at even money. This, again, the first leg, PSG is not, maybe not as good as they have been, or at least not as high-flying. They don't have Messi. They don't have... Uh, Neymar anymore, but still a solid team and and playing well enough. Real Sociedad is not as good as they were early in the season. They've really struggled. Honestly, they struggle scoring goals. I don't think they've scored in the last three games, which is why you get a decent price on this. But PSG has scored at least two goals in, I think, 17 of 21 home games this season. And they've scored three on their own in over half of them. So I think they're going to get at least two. And whether they get a third or Sociedad scrapes one together, I think there's a, a good shot at that. So over two and a half at even money or a little bit worse is what I have here. Another one over on Wednesday. You're looking at Bayern. Yeah, this is, again, going with a favorite. This is... Uh, you know, Bayern Munich's been, they got smoked over the weekend in Bundesliga by Leverkusen, but they still have lots of talent. They still have a manager in Thomas Tuchel, who has a history of doing well in these knockout tournaments. So they find a way. Lazio is not as good as they were last year. They're down in the middle of the Italian standings right now. Uh, a lot of turnover and such. So Bayern Munich still has firepower despite a lot of injuries. They just go to Lazio. They take care of business as they always do in this round. I think it's 11 straight times they've advanced out of this round when they've been here. So. Byron win. I'll lay the juice at minus 150. You can probably find it a little bit better. Paul, don't want to put you on the spot here, but there is a market over at DraftKings of top goal scorer, and there are three that are sitting, you know, one minus 110, one plus 250, one six to one, and then everybody else 11 to one or longer. How often do one of these longer shots ever win something like this, or is this priced appropriately with these guys that are literally, you know, very, very short shots? It looks about right. I mean, obviously it depends on how deep you can go in the tournament and city is such a sizable favorite. And Holland is, I think one of those joint top scores so far that it's tough to go against him just because, I mean, he, they should go deep. He should score goals. I mean, he could tally up four or five in these two games against Copenhagen. So it's hard to go against somebody like that. Um, you look at a lot, Latoura Martinez type for enter that could make a run. That's where I'd look if I wanted to go for a long shot. Be sure to check out his work over at the Ringer for the Champions League this week. He is Paul Carpar. Thanks for your time this man uh, this morning, man. Appreciate it. You bet, Matt. Have a good one. Oh boy, soccer Matt out of retirement. Yeah, but Inter well, Milan. And Paul Paul called it. I'm I'm already on uh, Man City uh, today. Yeah, oh, I already ta- I already tailed him on that one. That you know what it is perfect for Matt when you're sitting at home uh-huh. and you're handicapping golf this afternoon, getting uh-huh. ready for long shots. Yeah, just to have it on right in the background. It's great. I mean, this is this is this is two and a half years soccer Matt coming out of retirement here. I'm I'm, I'm excited about this. Yeah. What was the uh, what was it? What was your Liverpool Premier League? Uh, Liverpool like Liver- Liverpool. Right. It was two. Yeah. Two years ago, yeah, and that was uh, they lost like the first game. Let's circle back to our final Super Bowl thoughts and maybe a little NBA preview for the day as well. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip. Who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before. Tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts. 
I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Right now, you can go in, drown, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and if you are a new customer, use the promo code VSIN, V-S-I-N. And when you do that, you will make your first deposit. And if you happen to lose that bet, which if you go and you figure out all the good bets, you may, you, won't, you won't lose it anyway. But if you do, you are going to get up to $1,000 back on that first bet. You deposit 100 and lose it, you get 100 in bonus bets. You 500, you get 500 bonus bets if you go all the way to 1,000 and press and max this thing out. If you lose that first bet, you will get a thousand back in bonus bets if your wager doesn't hit. Again, you get this by downloading the DraftKings app and using the promo code VSIN, V-S-I-N. Final segment here of a numbers game on a Tuesday. Matt Brown in for Gil Alexander for the next few days. Kelly Bidlin on the desk with me and... We're going to have to do some uh, number searching. I thought hockey, I thought soccer Matt was was coming out of retirement and boy, Paul, Paul was on a Paul was on someone that someone that everybody else is on too because that that number had gone at a couple of places. <laughs> Inter Milan. I needed 6 I needed 16 to come out of retirement. I'm getting looking at tens around here. What'd you say uh what, yeah, 10, 10 here at Circa, right? Yeah, yeah. there was uh, I think Paul told me earlier too. He, he was seeing some 18s around, so yes, shop around. Get in an inner Milan. Man, I was sitting here. I'm like, all right, soccer mat is is back, and then I just get kicked in the face by this 10, 10 number. I can't come out of retirement for a 10. No. Nah. No, it's got to be a 14. Inter Milan, Inter Milan, I can't, I, can't, I can't name a player. By the way, I thought, I thought I could, and, and then I googled a couple of them. They've moved on by now. No, can't, can't name a player. You know some, you know some of the soccer players though. Sure. Is that what we're, Kevin De Bruyne? Is that what we're going He's with? still playing. Yeah, Eric Holland. I know him. Alexi Lawless. <laughs> yeah, that's where you're going every year. Was it Jacoby Jones? Whenever right? Was that, was, that, was that that dude's name? Whenever you're going with all that, yeah. I mean, it's just it's well. So we talked a little bit just about how these teams are going to to look next year and and how these teams may or may not evolve. I think the Chiefs with the biggest kind of decisions. Out of the two Super Bowl contenders, you do Kobe have Chris. Jones. There you go. Toby Jones. <laughs> Toby, yes. Toby, to- Kobe, Kobe, Jones. Kobe, Kobe, Toby, whatever. No one knows. No, no one no, no I read it at once, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you get the Chiefs and uh, Patrick Holmes. He, he's only 28, Kelly. He's only 28. Like, we still have eight really good years left of him, and then the two or three, you know, inevitable decline years left of him. I mean, that that is where we're at. He's got three Super Bowl MVPs already tied with Joe Montana, only trailing Tom Brady, who's got five of them. He's going to get a couple more. Yeah. He's going to get a yep. couple more. Probably. Yep. And I, so it just, you know, but on the, they do have decision. Like we said, uh, LeJerry Sneed and Chris Jones are two, are their two best defensive players. And both of those guys are free agents. They're probably going to lose one of the two. I would think they just, I would think they just franchise Snead if they can't get a deal done with him. And then Chris Jones, it's just a franchise decision, right? It's, yeah. it's he's on the the bad side of thirty. Can we pay this guy tw- the twenty eight million dollars a year that he wants for the for four year, four or five? You know, because he wants a four or five year deal. That was the problem that was going the on in the offseason. Yeah, yeah, it's just like he wants this like four or five year deal, and if if it's going to average twenty eight million over the course of four or five years. They have to weigh how many of these top tier years of do we still have with him? Maybe two, and then we get the declining years on the end of that, where now we're in cap hell. So it's going to be an interesting decision for them for sure. Yeah, yeah, it really will be the. Uh, 
I, I know your co-host, Mike Samich, uh, he was on with us yesterday, uh, your co-host on the handle. He, he said he was, uh, you already bet the Chiefs at that number because he thought that offense would, would kind of improve and you thought you were going to buy him at kind of a low point right now. So but I think it's going to be interesting. I think there's going to be those moves both, both on both sides of the ball. It'll be interesting to see if they cancel each other out. But I... I do think the offense is there's going to be pieces added. I think like you brought up before, how big of a name is added, I think is probably because you can't get Chris. Jo- you, if you, if you want to keep Chris Jones, you can't keep Chris Jones and then go get T Higgins. Right, right. Like, uh, that won't, that won't work. Right. So then now you have to go to one of those like middling wide receivers as yeah. opposed to one of the top tier guys. And that's not to say that a Josh Reynolds who will be available couldn't help out the chiefs, but like it ain't T Higgins, right. it ain't Mike yeah. Evans, you know, it ain't Michael Pittman. And so, it, it is fun. I'm sitting over here laughing, but yeah, like Josh Reynolds would be an upgrade, uh, would be yeah, an upgrade to this receiving core. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, he definitely would. I mean, and then you've got these teams that are going to be, you know, figure trying to figure out what they're going to do at quarterback. If you look at the free agent quarterbacks out there, it's kind of the same names we've heard the last three years it's Jacoby Brissett and Terod Taylor and Ryan Tannehill and Josh Dobbs and Jameis Winston and Gardner Minshew and Joe Flacco and so the, the thing is, is the, there's not going to be there's not enough draft picks to go around for these teams that need quarterbacks and so at least two of these guys I just named are probably going to start in the NFL next year yep. somewhere yeah like somewhere there will be a team that is has Jacoby Brissett or Jameis Winston or Ryan Tannehill or Gardner Minshew or something like that. Well, Maybe I mean, even Joe Flacco. I mean, I, I have thoughts on all these guys, but, you know, let, yeah. let Jameis Winston spin. Come on, give him a chance again. Like, put him in. Let's go. Come he hasn't got to start since he got the LASIK. I, it's, He's I, only I, been a backup since I, he got the LASIK. I don't know what, I don't know what, what blackmails being held over him or something in New Orleans where he couldn't have seen the field this year with Derek Carr going out there and putting up crabby game after crabby game. But that blows me away. Look, I was Jacoby just standing Brissett, there in Dennis Allen's ear going, you remember I got LASIK, right? <laughs> I got LASIK. I got LASIK. I can see the guys now that I'm throwing down the field. To. I'd be like, no, you know, like the, the, the Tucker that we see the kickers warm up when yeah. they're kicking over the pr- – I'd just be like Jameis gunning balls over the – like horizontally yeah. over the other side of the field while it's going on. I mean, you know what Brissett is at this point, but that's not a – that's not necessarily a bad thing as long as you have a long-term uh, vision for what your franchise is. Like, I, I think we've seen it time and time again. He's a perfect kind of plug plug and place guy for the moment. If you're building on something for the future, Flacco, I don't, I don't, I don't really have much comment on. I mean, what, right. what is he? He like at best, he's going to go out there and put up a Baker Mayfield like year, Matt, and then you, not win comeback player of the year. Do you know my nightmare situation? My nightmare situation is I'm like kind of high on the Falcons and then they end up with Flacco. Oh and yeah. Then, and then yep. now I have to go, uh, how high am I actually on them? Because he's definitely better than Desmond Ritter. Right. But how much better than Desmond Ritter? Like, and so then becomes the inevitable. I'm lighting money on fire, betting Falcons futures because Joe Flacco. Are, are you all for fields, fields to Falcons? And a, yes. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Like, I really want to see that. Yeah. I really, I think it gives, I, I think I mean, I don't like. I think it gives them a young quarterback to build for the future on that you actually know how you know has some talent to yeah. go with all those great skill players that you have. And for him, I think it's it would be the perfect place to restart. Over in the NBA, Heat and the Bucks. Bucks on the second leg of a back-to-back. Heater on the front leg of a back-to-back. They are at the Sixers tomorrow. What you think about this one? Yeah, they uh, right now Bucks laying eight, eight and a half. You're going to see out there two twenty-three, two twenty-three and a half of the total. I'll be looking at the Bucks here tonight, man. I know it's the second half of back-to-back. We're getting close to the All-Star game. Not a play yet for me. Interested to see where this number goes. It has come down eight and a half, mainly on the openers yesterday. No, it's a back-to-back for for Milwaukee. You take down Denver last night. Maybe not the most ideal spot. We've seen Miami play this team well before in the past, but the... I thought this number was going to be higher. This Miami team is so depleted right now. Jimmy Butler away away from the team dealing with some personal stuff. Duncan Robinson with a questionable tag night. Terry Rozier just got announced this morning. He's going to miss multiple games with a knee injury. This team is thin and really thin for scoring options. And I know the Bucks defense uh, has not been good. Uh, here all season, Doc trying to do some work with it. We'll see what he can do. But do we just smash Tyler Hero overs then? Like, I mean, I mean there's not much perimeter defense uh, for Milwaukee that they'll be able to throw at him. So I don't hate that idea. Uh, I don't hate that idea. I'll be looking at this Milwaukee side though. That one does interest me uh, here tonight. I, I just think their offense is going to be too much for the Heat to be, uh, be able to keep up with in this game. Uh, might be an in-game play for me, but I'm going to see where this number goes. If, it, if this gets down below, way probably a play. 
for me before the game. The one bet I did make tonight is on the Phoenix Suns uh, hosting the Kings. Right now you're seeing the Suns about five-point favorites, 245, 245 and a half the total uh, in this one. I bet I laid four yesterday. I'd still lay the five. Wouldn't let it get probably past this number, though. You're seeing Phoenix come in with a bit of a uh, bit of a rest advantage over Sacramento, uh, who has been out on the uh, uh, been on the road recently Two of these games. Uh, the Kings got a big game again, again tomorrow night. That's the thing. Both are on the front ends of back-to-backs, right. except the Kings have Denver, and then the Suns get the Pistons. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. so a little yeah. bit different back-to-back yeah. scenarios. You know, you don't know. I never want to play the mindset game with these front end of the back-to-backs. You don't know what Sacramento's thinking. I don't really care. But you know the Suns' more important game is tonight with yeah. Detroit coming in uh, tomorrow night. And you just look what these teams have done done recently this phoenix team really starting to put it together six i mean six and four over their past 10 fourth best net rating in the nba over that time over that time though in non-garbage time minutes second best offense during that time matt we've also we've seen this defense come along though and that's always been the big thing i think I keep bringing it up over the if the Suns and the Bucks are very comparable in each in each conference, which team can get that defense to play about mid level? Then I think they got a real chance. We're seeing that Phoenix defense come in. Real quick, Jokic is a MVP bet today. If you don't have a portfolio built like mine, then yeah, I'd probably be betting him. This is I bet this is over minus two hundred by the way. The other bet is the Indiana State Sycamores. Sycamores, 450 to 1 to take it all down. It's been a numbers game here on a Tuesday. I'll be back tomorrow. Good luck on all your bets. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's KidSafe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. (laughs) Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.